Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hello, I'm Freddie Tennyson. Thanks for listening to the Evening Standards Tech and Science Daily Podcast. Here's what's happening today, Tuesday, October the 13th. Now, it's been called one of the most significant launch events in years. Apple is set to launch the iPhone 12. Hotly anticipated are four models, the flagship, a so-called mini version, a pro version and the pro max. OLED screens, faster processors and 5G technology are all expected. The Evening Standards technology correspondent Mark Blunden tells us what Apple's going to unveil. Today's launch event will be a pre-recorded presentation by Apple boss Tim Cook with the new 12 range expected to feature four new phones with 5G connectivity. Promotional material ahead of the launch taking place at 6pm GMT has emphasised the 12's speed as opposed to pioneering design or features updates. Now, aside from incremental changes on all the usual specs, such as screen resolution, size and camera quality, the real progression takes place under the bonnet with Apple's new A14 Bionic processor. Now, new technology means a higher cost for Apple, though, and some analysts are predicting that even with big sales, margins could drop. The new phone range is expected to sell without headphones or wall chargers to offset this. And could there also be disappointment for early adopters on the way? Supply issues could be expected, with reports that contract manufacturers won't be able to fulfil their order quota. Today's keynote starts at 6pm BST. Not to be outshone, Chinese smartphone giant Huawei are running under a similar moniker for the launch of their flagship devices. Unprecedented power is what it's promising for its brand new Mate 40 smartphone range later this month. Huawei announced it will host a launch event for the device on October 22nd. Next, an explorer who has recently returned from the lowest point of the ocean says the coronavirus pandemic might allow scientists to understand more about the planet's seas than ever before. Cathy Sullivan took part in an expedition charting an area known as Challenger Deep, a seabed recess which lies around 11 kilometres below the surface of the Pacific Ocean. The geologist, who was also the first woman to walk in space, has been speaking to the Evening Standard's Women Tech Charge podcast. One of the interesting things is the ocean is actually quieter now during this pandemic than it has been in quite a while because of the reduction in shipping volume. Cruise liners notably are really inactive and cargo volumes are down a bit. So we could get some recordings to pass to the deep sea oceanographers. Take a look at what the sound environment of the deep sea is when there's not as many of us running around overhead. The Webby-nominated Women Tech Charge hosted by Dr. Anne-Maria Maffedon has returned for its third season. You'll find it on all major podcast providers. The government's scientific advisers have released minutes showing that they urged ministers for a harsher circuit breaker lockdown three weeks ago. Instead, Boris Johnson announced a new three-tier alert system, something the Prime Minister's chief medical officer said wouldn't be enough to control the virus. Nicholas Cecil, the Evening Standard's deputy political editor, has more. The first tier is pretty much currently what we've got at the moment. The second tier restrictions are expected to be similar to what's currently in place in the northeast. A ban on indoor mixing between households and the rule of six would still apply 
in outdoor settings. Then the third tier, the highest tier, which is going to apply in Liverpool, could see lots more venues shutting. Now, with cases increasing across Britain, it's a tussle between a government nervous about shutting down completely and its scientific advisers who are concerned about the rising rate. More people are in the hospital now than before lockdown began in March. Now, if you're enjoying this bulletin, then please take a moment to subscribe and give us a rating wherever you get your podcasts. Seismic activity at an Icelandic volcano that disrupted air travel in 2011 has got scientists worried. Authorities have raised the aviation colour code from green to yellow over concerns that Grimsvud could erupt again. It's less powerful than the Eyjafjallajökull Jökull volcano, which erupted in 2010, cancelling hundreds of thousands of flights. Grimsvud saw around 900 flights cancelled a year later when the volcano spewed an ash cloud 12 miles into the air. Scientists say magma has been swelling at the site and potential movement could happen. The Icelandic Met Office has said raising the threat level did not necessarily mean it was about to erupt again. Now we all know the feeling, you're on a gorgeous cabin holiday and... Yep, mosquitoes come and ruin your trip. Well, that could be a thing of the past after a team of scientists in the US figured out just what compounds make human blood so tasty to the insects. The team of researchers from the Rockefeller University in New York City believe it may just pave the way to make a drug to mask our flavour. Female mosquitoes feed on blood to help their larvae develop, though they survive primarily on nectar. Their blood-sucking habits kill around half a million people every year through diseases like malaria and yellow fever. Researchers tricked the mosquitoes into switching from nectar feeding mode to blood feeding mode by offering them a mix of four compounds developed to mimic the flavor of blood. Over $100 million in less than two weeks. That's how much a free-to-play RPG game has raked in. Genshin Impact has been making waves across the globe, not least for its immersive open world and similarity to some Legend of Zelda releases, but the totally free game has become the number two highest-grossing title globally on platforms like iOS in its first week. If you're unfamiliar with Genshin Impact, it follows a simple free-to-play model where the base game is totally unlocked from the start and you can just spend money in the in-game shop which features a gambling system known as Gacha. Players can also earn their own coins in-game and theoretically never spend a penny. And finally, Amazon fans and bargain hunters get ready, Prime Day is upon us. The mega sales event was postponed in lockdown, but now the two-day extravaganza is treating Prime members to over 1 million deals. Meanwhile, some ethical shopping campaign groups are calling on shoppers to forego the deals and support smaller retailers instead, who are already in competition with the American giants. Now you're up to date, subscribe and come back tomorrow for a fresh update on the latest news from the world of tech and science. Also check out our podcast, Women Tech Charge. Dr. Anne-Marie Amaphidon meets amazing women leading the way in science, tech, maths and engineering. There are two whole seasons to binge and the links in the show's notes. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.